This is the baddest man in professional wrestling today, Shaft, and you are listening to the Pro Wrestling Post Podcast. You are listening to the Pro Wrestling Post Podcast with Mark Madison. In this episode, he is talking to the man named Shaft, the baddest man in professional wrestling today. Visit ProWrestlingPost.com for interviews, blogs, and upcoming events in your area. You can also find a podcast on iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, Anchor, or whatever podcast app you prefer. And now, here's Mark Madison. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to the Pro Wrestling Post podcast. Uh, I am joined, I am Mark Madison, and I am joined by our special guest, Defy Wrestling's own Shaft. Thank you again, Shaft, for your time and your energy. Absolutely. Thanks for having me. Uh, maybe you can bring fans that maybe aren't as familiar with you and your background up to speed. Maybe discuss your early training and development, how that all came about. Absolutely, yeah. So I kind of started uh, out in Atlanta, Georgia, actually. I trained at the WWA4 uh, under AR Fox. And that was, I mean, it was a tough under a lot of really awesome, talented guys down there. Uh, Right now, Austin Theory, uh, he's coming out of there right now, and he's doing huge things as well. So, yeah, I mean, uh, that's that's where my start came. I wrestled around a lot in uh, Georgia, a lot of local promotions and stuff like that. Decided to make a big lifestyle change and move, and I wound me up in um, Seattle, Washington. You know, (laughs) Defy, uh, debuted for Defy in uh, October last year, and the rest is really history. I mean... Everybody's been there. They know who I am. I'm, <laughs> I hate to say it, but it's true, you know. I am uh, <clears throat> I'm there at every single show doing exactly what I do, so yeah. Um, and where that early inspiration to kind of pursue wrestling as being something that you wanted to follow up on and do come from? Uh, r- really, I mean, it's always been something that I've done, right? I've got, yeah, I've got two little brothers um, growing up at a trampoline. I got a lot of wrestling on the trampoline beat the hell out of each other. Um, and, you know, as, as I got older, I joined the military, actually. I did six years in the Navy. But then I decided, you know what, I need to do something um, fun, something that I think I would enjoy doing every day for the rest of my life. And my mom says, you know, uh, somebody's got to get paid to do it. Why can't it be you? So that's, that's what led me there. It's interesting because, you know, you want to do something fun, but going through your training, um, it's not necessarily for the weak at heart. It kind of took some time. So maybe explain big difference from going on a trampoline to um, something covered with planks um, or two by four. So, Absolutely. It's definitely not the same. I mean, I I take family to shows. I have a little cousin. She just actually came and watched a show recently. She doesn't, I don't think she really understands. It's not a trampoline. It's not a bed mattress. It's it's a planks. They have planks under there. It's not something that's super forgiving. A lot of people don't realize that. But uh, you know, bumps aren't the most fun thing in the world. But throwing people around is, and it makes up for it, hands down. Um, how did you find that early part of just wrestling and adapting? Um, I guess developing a, a lot of calluses on the body. But um, what would you say was maybe some of the hardest part when it you kind of got into it? I mean, you left the Navy, which I can only commend you because you're serving your country and you're a part of that 
and the training for that. So I'm sure the conditioning is there, but um, what would you say the biggest difference, I guess, between the both would have been? Well, I mean, between the two, I mean, the training and stuff, I mean, there's a lot of cardio, absolutely in both, you know, a lot of uh, calisthenics and body weight stuff. So I think that kind of helped uh, when it came to wrestling is I can kind of move my body a little bit more and I have a bit more control uh, based on you know, the experience I had in the military. I mean, you're, you're doing calisthenics, you know, especially in your early training. As soon as you wake up, all the way pretty much until the end of the day. So uh, very similar in, in those regards, um, not necessarily getting thrown around uh, nearly as much. Um, you know, the bumps, those are pretty rough. And eventually, you know, after a while, your body starts to do it. I, I ended up actually getting my pressure in training, and that was a big, um, uh, big step back for me. I ended up getting one uh, pretty early on, and I was trying to do some some more acrobatic things than a guy my size should be doing. And I ended up hurting myself pretty bad. So you learn. You kind of figure out what works for you. And, you know, your body does get used to it, absolutely. Um, did that... Did, now, s- some will say, like, an injury isn't necessarily... It's bad, yes, because it prevents you from actually practicing your craft. But the injury itself, did it allow you to, to explore other parts of the shaft person, character? I mean, I, I think I think that the injury is good because it kind of it almost makes you think, you know, hey, I'm not going to do that. I'm not going to do stuff like that. I'm not going to go uh, towards things like that. And then obviously, you know, in the downtime, of course, you've got time to kind of think more. And, and honestly, for me, a lot of my thinking uh, and, and stuff comes in between shows, or especially when I have a long down period of time, like when I moved. Right? I didn't I didn't know anybody up in the Pacific Northwest. Right? I didn't know where I was going, what I was doing, so I ended up, um, you know, having a lot of downtime, a lot of time to think, a lot of time to come up with things that I thought would work and be cool, and some things that I wanted to try out, or things that I wanted to, you know, explore, stuff like that. You know, it came a, a lot of it did come with that down period of time, which which kind of was a negative point in my life when, when I wasn't wrestling for about a month or two before I finally got my first shot, actually down at uh, DLA in Portland. Mm-hmm. Um, now, where did the inspiration for the Shaft character come from, and uh, where it, where do you see it going from where it is? Uh, well, man, that's a good question. <laughs> uh, it's kind of just, just me. I guess what I, what I think I want to be when I go out there, I guess kind of something I thought I always wanted. That's a deep question, by the way. That's a very deep question. Uh, <laughs> well, go for it. Go for it something I guess I always thought I wanted to be when I was younger, you know. I wasn't always a big kid. In fact, a lot of people would tell you I actually didn't start weightlifting until I was in the Navy. I've only actually been lifting weights for about five or six years now. Yeah. And I'm about 70 pounds. So I've been, I've been something that I, I took pretty uh, pretty quickly to. But, um, yeah, I, I think it's just probably something, you know, younger me always thought, you know, I wanted to be bigger and meaner and stronger, you know, and so I guess it's just kind of maybe what I always wanted to be mm-hmm. uh, when I was younger. Yeah, and obviously Shaft, I mean, it's my name, so. Yeah. 
there's no really coming up with that. <laughs> uh, but not necessarily the name, but the persona behind it, right? It's like you're aspiring uh-huh. to be this bigger, badder, stronger guy. But um, is there is there more to the character that maybe fans that aren't f- as familiar uh, and don't get a chance to see you compete necessarily um, could maybe make a comparison towards, maybe an honest comparison Someone who you think, who I think I could compare myself to. Yeah, like, you, or at least the persona of it. I mean, you're all different. Oh, man, that's a good question. <laughs> I mean, I would say probably honestly. Dare I dare I say Bill Goldberg? Maybe hmm. I was going to say something like that. You know, I, I was my favorite rapper as a kid, so maybe there's something like that in there. Nice. You know. You know, and I, I loved Goldberg, my favorite wrestler when he came back a couple of years ago. Oh, man, I almost had a heart attack. It was amazing. Well, did you watch... So maybe, maybe, maybe something like that. Yeah. Did, did you watch the documentary and how he had to kind of come full circle with, like, being away and the commitment? How oh, yeah. Yeah, it's crazy. I mean, it's absolutely crazy. He was hands down, hands down, <laughs> the, the, my favorite wrestler as a kid, so I've... I've I definitely looked up to him a lot out of anybody in the atmosphere. I know, you know, he gets a bad rap, you know, about not being the best wrestler, but man, the guy was so entertaining. Yeah. Holy cow. And, in, and intense, really intense. And I think you want to... Absolutely very intense. And I, 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 think, I, I think I bring a lot of that uh, to the table as well. I mean, if anyone's seen me wrestle, I think that's probably something that they would say is I'm fairly enthused, you know. Um, one of the things that um, you had shared, you know, you, you were injured early on, but again, that is a learning opportunity, but what would you say other challenges or triumphs that you've part of this training and part of this development has kind of led you in the direction of that you've experienced that you could maybe share maybe the good, the bad, the ugly, we've seen a little bit of the ugly, but the other parts in between. I mean, some of the things that I've gotten over, I mean, I guess, Training, maybe. Yeah. I have to train a lot differently. You know, I used to power lift a lot. And because of wrestling, because of how taxing it is on your body, I can't power lift anymore. I can't. It's a lot harder. You know, your nervous system can only handle so much. You can only go up there and pick up 600 pounds so many times mm-hmm. and then go take 20 bumps in a match. It's, I mean, it's not good. No. It's not good for your body. So that's something I had to, um, to get to change. I had to start stretching a lot more, which is something I don't do. My girlfriend, she's still in there trying to get me to do cardio. Try to do cardio a bunch. I mean, cardio, stretching, that stuff's very important as as far as, you know, weight training. I'm a lot lighter. I do a lot lot more light light training than I used to. Um, You know, and and then obviously the mental thing. I mean, when you get in and take your first bump, it's like, holy cow, this hurts like hell. Yeah. You know, this is this is really painful. I, I don't know if I want to keep doing it. Um, and you, but you just got to find it in you to, to keep going. And then, for me, you know, one, once I had my first match, it was over. You know, the complaining about the bumps was done. The match was was more than enough fun to to, to compensate for how 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 much uh, pain I had uh, by, by taking those bumps. You know, it was much more fun than I could have ever imagined. Honestly. Yeah. Um, 
you know, once once you get a chance to experience it. I often hear about people just wanting to throw up because the pain is just so egregious uh, to go through it. And then it, there's a whole level of mental toughness of having to overcome the challenges, right? And how we... Oh, and yeah. how, so um, what did you... Can you speak to that at all or... Because I'm sure. I mean, honestly, for for me, I mean, when you're saying that, I was just thinking of the training aspect, that the the bump trail. <laughs> oh my God, I, I cannot tell you how many times I want to puke during that. And I mean, that's what you may, that's what it made me think of when you said that. Mm-hmm. Was doing the bump trail. I mean, my God. I mean, you're, you're up one, two, three, then it's on to the next guy. You bump three times, and then you do twenty people, sometimes thirty people, depending on how many people mm-hmm. you had training that day. I mean, oh my God Awesome. Um, a lot of heart, a lot of drive, a lot of will. And, and good on yeah, you, Shaft, for doing that. Um, describe uh, how the opportunity to work with Defy came about and what your thoughts about the promotion are. Man, if you want me to be totally honest, I have no idea how it came about. Really? I have no idea how I'm, I am where I am today. No. Mm-hmm. Not, not like some. Uh, Send me a list of people. So when I moved up here, I went down to you sent me a list of different local promoters. I added them all on Facebook. I started sending out messages. Before I could send a message to that farmer, he sent me a message. He said, hey, man, heard you're in the area. I want to give you a shot at Defy. I was like, hell yes. And the phone was like, my first word to him was, it was hell yes. Because <laughs> I had heard that that was, you know, the place to be. They had Cody Rhodes. You know, those are the names you want to be associated with. So uh, I had heard of them. So I said he said, Fantastic. You had mentioned the fans. They're unbelievable. Maybe you can talk to that ability to connect with them where it's little, like it's, yeah, for those that maybe aren't familiar with the atmosphere, maybe you can talk of that because you just, you said it's unbelievable, but 
um, all indications what you are. Yeah, because like you are so completely connected, and the crowd loves you there. Um, what is it that you could say that you can talk about? What is it about you that you think has made it pretty easy for them to to love and adore Shaft, right? <laughs> what has made it easy <laughs> for them to love and adore me, man? You're asking me not to be humble here. <laughs> um, well, okay, so maybe, I, but I mean, they're they're. I'm not sure how else to kind of phrase it because I definitely think that if they're in is into you as you are into them, it's kind of this connectivity, right? You're feeding off of their energy. But what do you totally. think it is about you that 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 kind of hooked them? I think they just want to see somebody get their ass beat. If you want me to do this and to talk, there, that's what I give them. I give them someone getting their ass beat. Yeah, let me get my ass beat too. But I swear they're going to see somebody get hurt. I mean, and I think they love it. I think they enjoy watching that. Uh, to be honest, I, I think that, that, that that's got to be it. Because I mean, for me, what I like to see, that's why I watch wrestling. I like to see insane things happen and people um, do some cool stuff. And I, and I think maybe... Maybe I do uh, cool enough things that they uh, decide they want to cheer me. Um, I think I think a lot of it also may have to go uh, back to like the intensity that we were talking about a little bit earlier. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I really I really try and come out and just bring another level of intensity as soon as I come out the curtain. Um, and I think I think maybe a little bit of that helps feed them off of it as well. You know, it's just. It is an un- unbelievable experience that, uh, with those guys giving me, and honestly, they give most of the wrestlers. I mean, those guys, that be people who travel all over the world. You hear them all the time talking. Like, oh my God, this crowd's loud. Conveniently, with the the next show's called. <laughs> <laughs> um, and the promotion has stood behind you. So, do you kind of feel this? Um, I'm not sure if you want to say responsibility, but do you feel like? You know, they believe in me, so I'm going to believe in them and give them everything because... Oh, yeah, totally. I mean, they, I mean those guys, as I said, with Farmer and Jim, I mean, I don't, they have no idea how I am here where I am right now. They're, there are hundreds, there are tons of local guys here in Washington. And they love to be doing what I'm doing right now, and I don't, it's not like I don't realize that. It's not like I don't realize that. I mean, I've got a spot on every Defy card. You know, these guys have taken so good care of me, and I need to bring it every single time I get in the ring. I need to have the best match on the card. I have to because I know that there are a ton of other people who would like to have my spot, and I know that um, and that's just, it's not lost on me. And I know that for a fact. Those guys have me <laughs> Absolutely. Um, you you'd said... Others would love to be on the card, but um, I, I often read uh, Brutal Bob Evans um, on on uh, of Ring of Honor and, and his training, and he he's often giving advice of like you know if you're the hardest working guy there, somebody else can be jealous, but if you're putting in the time and the effort, um, what is it that they're jealous of? Because are they doing the same? Are they? And doing the things that you're doing, and it sure sounds like you're making yourself stand out, which is, you know, the jealousy part, I don't really... No, I'm not saying people are jealous. I'm just saying that I think people people might, people, that's a spot on the card someone else could have. Mm-hmm. You know, it's, it's someone else on the card could have, someone else in, in, 
in Washington could be doing, you know, or, or anybody, you know. And, it's not even someone in Washington. It's somebody that they can, they decide to book. You know, that's a spot on a Defy card. And Defy is the thing going on right now in the Pacific Northwest. You know, and I know that <clears throat> I keep reading it every single time I'm there, you know. Fantastic. Um, now, you did talk about, you know, there's going to be an upcoming show and uh, Defy Wrestling is going to be presenting Defy Loud uh, July 13th. Um, maybe you can speak about your upcoming match with Ricky Starks. What can fans expect? Um, I'm guessing there's going to be a lot of throwing around <laughs> of poor Ricky. But um, from your side of things, what can you expect maybe for fans that maybe aren't aware of your opponent? Too. I mean, yeah, absolutely. Uh, I mean, I feel sorry. This is kind of, I get speed for his debut. I mean, that's kind of sad. My poor guy. Uh, but yeah, I mean, it's gonna be, it's gonna be a war, and, I, and I'm very, very, very excited and looking forward to it. And as I saw, I just share a video of his and him sitting on the couch drinking champagne there. I'm going to be in champagne drinking for him on uh, Friday the 13th, that's for sure. Nice. Um, if you can think of any match, maybe that you've either had, or one you say you're most, well, one you've had and one that you're most proud of, um, or potentially somebody you'd like to face and think that it would be a good matchup, who would either one of those be? It's almost like a two-part question. All right, so for me, uh, my favorite things I've done so far, oh, man, dude, uh, I've never done the one. Gosh. Um, as far as, you know, right now, and I'm not trying to get ahead of myself, but, you know, where I am. Um, but uh, for sure, as far as the matches I've had right now, there's two matches that come to mind. Um, it's one of them. Brody King, actually, I had a blast at that. The last match I had with him uh, it was a ton of fun. Um, and my other match uh, with A.R. Fox, which was my last match in Atlanta uh, before I left uh, the school. So that was, a, that was a lot of fun as well, and it was really cool uh, to get to work him. Uh, I'm totally going to just name two for both of these, by the way. Well, 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 two people. Yeah. <laughs> I would say two people I want to wrestle. I think, um, number one, I want to wrestle. I know this is like crazy, but I want to wrestle Austin Theory. I've never got to wrestle him. We're both trained under Fox. Um, he's doing huge things. I'm trying to be doing huge things as well. I'm trying to be getting uh, to his level because he's on another one. So I'd love to step in the ring with Austin. And then uh, definitely, I, I, I think, uh, Strickland. I would love to wrestle Strickland. Hmm. Uh, he, he, I love that clash of big guy and little guy. And I think, you know, when you put that together with somebody who uh, has the, the skill set that Strickland has, the skill set that I have, I think it would be an absolutely amazing match. Um, and that's just my own uh, personal feeling. That's something that I would like uh, to have as well. Um, what was it about your two earlier matches? I mean, you said it was cool, but... What was it about those that stood out as opposed to anything else? Uh, I like the match with Brody because you have two big guys doing things big guys don't typically do. Yeah. Um, 
you know, I, I think he likes to move pretty good for his size, and, and I, th- I like to think that I do too. Um, so I think uh, I think that was a lot of fun um, in, in that match in particular. Plus, it was—I mean, we were just beating the hell out of each other, and it's always fun. And then with Fox, I guess maybe more, maybe maybe slightly sentimental because uh, it was my last match. Mm-hmm. I think that's really what made that match um, mean a lot to me. Um, as well as um, just some of the spots in the match, I really enjoyed. I just thought, wow, I was like, that was fun to do. That felt really good. I, I caught this dude in midair and threw his ass on the ground. You know, something like just stuff like that. And as far as well as the game, um, my last match, those are kind of why they stick out. Hmm. Interesting. Okay. Um, yeah. It's fu- it's funny that you mentioned Strickland because you threw me for a swerve. I I didn't expect that one coming. Oh, clever. <laughs> ah, sorry. Clever. Uh, you threw it. You know, you lobbed it to me. I had to spike it. So. <laughs> okay, it's all good. It's all good. Um, as we just passed the midway point of 2018, uh, share your your expectations for Shaft uh, for the balance of the year and beyond. For me, I want a defy title match. I haven't gotten one. I've beat Brody. I want a Defy title match. Brody got a Defy title match. I want a Defy title match. I also want to get out uh, and experience more outside of the Pacific Northwest. Um, I love everything that's going on in the Pacific Northwest, but there's also wrestling all over the world, and I want to make this a career. So I, I want to start branching out. I, I would like to wrestle in Southern California. I'd like to wrestle maybe somewhere in Florida, New York, Chicago. Mm-hmm. They're big wrestling cities right now, and Air State. And um, you know, you know, I, I, I really want to do something in those areas. So that's that's kind of where I am with that. Uh, well, if you did do ever happen to come north of the board, uh, also I hear Maine is also a, a, a really promising developing oh, yeah, area. Yeah, Maine. Absolutely, I've yeah. seen. I've seen. Uh, People do some stuff. Fox, he's up there a lot. Yeah. yeah. So. Um, if you happen to ever come north of the border, um, there's some really, uh, you know, there's a couple of promotions in southern Ontario that are uh, really prominent. One in particular, I can talk to you about it afterwards. But um, you know, uh, and there's some really neat stuff. But definitely love to see you get a chance to to branch out. And uh, it's great to see that your aspirations aren't just stuck in the. Pacific Northwest, uh, but you really do want to cross all over. Absolutely, yeah. I know. While I'm while I'm while I'm thinking of it, that progress show that's in Seattle, I want that as well. <laughs> Super. Um, I'm sure um, your showing in these next couple of shows will probably be reflective in in being on that one as well. I hope so. I would absolutely hope so. Um, was there anything you'd like fans to be aware of as it pertains to Defy Wrestling or Shaft? Uh, as far as Defy, I mean, everybody could, uh, come check out Defy in uh, July on the 13th at Washington Hall. That show, Defy Loud, as well as uh, July 20th, like the next week, down at the Hawthorne. Uh, that's the one where uh, Strickland goes against there for the belt. So... Uh, I don't think that's, I think that's a must-see for, for everyone, as well as me, because uh, I think someone someone needs to be my opponent, whoever uh, walks out of there, that's all I'm saying. Um, but yeah, as far as Defy, we've got those two big shows coming up uh, in the month of July, 
And as far as me, I just keep an eye out because I'm coming. And, uh, yeah, I mean, absolutely. I just I follow us on social media, Defy, Y-N-Y, or N-W on Twitter and uh, Instagram, and then Schlaff, Schlaff underscore P-W on Twitter and underscore Schlaff underscore on Instagram. So, uh, yeah, I mean, other than that, those are my plugs. Fantastic. Um, now, before we let you go, Shaf, we're just curious if you're up for uh, what we do here at Pro Wrestling Post is um, our podcast exclusive. So this isn't something, unless you're listening to the podcast, you wouldn't hear it in a, you wouldn't read it online. You would only have to listen to it uh, to catch it. So, Okay. Okay. So the game is called Wrestling Tinder. Um, okay. <laughs> so much like regular Tinder, if you're interested in the topic, you swipe right. Um, if you're not interested, you're more than welcome to swipe left, and I have to scour for another topic in which I hope that you'll be interested in wanting to talk about. Okay. Oh, God. Okay, so um, I'll throw out the topic. Um, once you swipe right, you can just walk right into it and start sharing your thoughts on it. Um, All right. Okay, so um, old school mentality, new school mentality, um, tends to always be popular just because, um, there are guys traveling on the independence, having to really work hard, almost double and triple as hard to get noticed. Um, older folk feel that it, there's no storytelling and yada, yada, yada. Um, and I can, you know, the names Vince Russo, Jim Cornette, they, they tend to float around as um, maybe not so much Russo, but maybe more so Cornette, uh, criticizing the, the thought process. Um, old school versus new school mentality. All right. I'll start talking on that one. Go for it. Let's do it. Let's do it. So what are we... Uh, as far as, like, the old school, um, I think it's 2018. Um you're going to have to suspend your disbelief for wrestling. I, sorry, but um, no one really believes what's going on is going on. I'm sorry. <laughs> you know, no, no one really believes it anymore. Mm-hmm. 2018, it's been around forever. So in my personal opinion, I, I love new school wrestling. I think it's more entertaining. I think, uh, it, in particular, independent wrestling is very, very entertaining to watch. Um, I, I disagree that there's no storytelling either. I think that there is storytelling, and there's a reason why those matches are still getting killer reactions. Whereas when you watch some uh, some guys who keep that old school mentality, it's, it's boring. Nobody's cheering. Nobody cares. Mm-hmm. Sorry, but it's true. Yeah, that's that's, that's the way. I, I think I think people some people are 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 stuck in believing that you know this is um, this is kind of the way. Uh, wrestling was and will be, but it's not. Wrestling's changing. I actually had this conversation with Fox uh, the other day. We were talking, and he said a lot of places aren't training this new school style of wrestling, and he is. You know, he's training this wrestling. I mean, of course, you know, you learn the basics, but but he's teaching you how to how to get it out there and make it on the independence because that's how you get noticed. So uh, I definitely. I definitely am, uh, I would have to say, in the new school, I just, I, 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 I do enjoy it more. Uh, who was it, sorry, that you said that you had the conversation with? A.R. Fox. Oh, okay. 
Yeah, yeah, Fox down in uh, Atlanta. Yeah, and, and and he can talk from that, right? He he knows where it's going. He knows, and he's oh, achieving. Totally. Yeah. Um, fantastic. Uh, we definitely do appreciate your time here, Chef. Your time, your energy. Good luck on the thirteenth. Um, and on behalf of Defy Wrestling, Chef, uh, the meanest, or would you say the baddest? Oh, the baddest. <laughs> uh, the, oh, ba- the baddest. <laughs> the baddest, man. Um, uh, this is Mark Madison for the Pro Wrestling Post podcast. Thank you for listening to the Pro Wrestling Post podcast with Mark Madison. And thanks to the baddest man in professional wrestling today, Chef, for his time. Once again, Please visit ProWrestlingPost.com for interviews, blogs, and upcoming events in your area. You can also find a podcast on iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, Anchor, or whatever podcast app you prefer.